0: God is good. Today is uh, a day we're going to leave some things in haste, and also enter into some things in haste. This gathering is different from any other gathering. Um, Go with me, please, to John chapter eleven. I'm going to just bring a very short word, and we're going to have time of prayer today. John chapter eleven and verse number forty-one. Um, This is the story of Lazarus when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this story. Um, But uh, there's just something that I saw in here that I think that would be of benefit to us and for our purposes today. John chapter 11 and verse number 41. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said... Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Hallelujah. The thing I wanted us to see here is, um, it's really blessed me. Jesus thanked the Father, but then he called to Lazarus he spoke to Lazarus he, he thanked the father and he spoke to Lazarus and I wanted us to pay attention here that he did not talk to the father about Lazarus rather he thanked the father and spoke directly to to Lazarus okay it's a slight uh, slight shift in the in the in the in the prob- Probably how we would normally do things. And I thought about this and I realized that maybe in some cases our Lazarus is not, our Lazarus situation is not changing, is because we're speaking to God about Lazarus instead of speaking directly to Lazarus. Mm. Uh, and maybe the reason we're not speaking directly to Lazarus is because we don't know who we are. Uh, And this thing of commanding and knowing who we are, they go a long way in our experience in God. I would like to suggest to you that when Christ Jesus died on the cross, rose on the third day, saved your soul from hell. He did not save your soul so that you could be a member of the Christian institution and organization with a membership card. Yeah. But rather, he, ra- he, he, he caused your soul to be saved out of bondage, out of darkness, out of death, into his marvelous light. So that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead would also be living and operational in you. That the same authority that Jesus had, the same righteousness that Jesus had, the same position in God that Jesus had, hallelujah, that we now also have. That was the intention. That was the plan. That was the vision. But we've reduced our position to a membership in a club where we have to ask God for permission. But I would like to suggest to you that God has given you a measure of authority in Christ Jesus. I would like to suggest to you eh, that God has given you a measure of righteousness and authority. And based on that righteousness and authority, it is, the ball is in your hands. Amen. It is what you declare that has the power now. So we are actually have the same righteousness as Jesus had. What we see about who we are is the most important thing about everything about us. When I look at the mirror, hmm, I see an image speaking back to me. That image tells me what I am and what I have and what I Can do and what I cannot do based on what I am and what I have. All right. For example, when I look at the mirror, I have these little funny gray things here. All right. And that means it does not just mean I have gray hair. It means I have joined the club of the gray headed. Hmm? And other clubs that we're fighting against in the name of Jesus. All right. But it's not just what I have. It is what I am. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not just an owner. You cannot separate the two. Jesus. So, so or, or put it maybe this way. When I go to the bank and I ask for my bank balance. Or now we can get it on our phones. Or, or however you do your banking. However you get your banking. There is a small message that comes that tells you balance. Now that balance can be a blessing and a curse same phone same bank statement same bank branch but whatever numbers that come across and flash across that it sends a message to you that tells you how much you have or (laughs) how much you don't have okay and what you have and what you don't have it's not only what you have and what you don't have it's also who you are because based on those numbers you are poor Uh, You don't have poverty, (laughs) you are (laughs) poor, or you are rich. Hmm? Now, based on those numbers, and based on what you have now become because of that information, it determines your boundaries. It determines what's allowed and not allowed. It determines what's possible and what is not possible. Who you are now determines what you can and cannot do. Amen, amen? Should I bring another example? I used to have a blessed red passport. Because I was born in Ethiopia. During the communist time, the passports were bright yellow. In case anyone had any confusion as to where, huh? What did I say? I did not say yellow. (laughs) May the sound team be delivered today from bad translation. Um, red passport that was so shiny that it was yellow. I know what I'm saying up here. <laughs> Jesus. And now, uh, I remember I went to do a missions trip when I was in school. We did a missions trip. We went to Siberia, Russia. Come on, somebody. I was the first black person ever to set foot in the town of Kemerovo, Russia. Hmm? Siberia. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, my fans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know for, for at least for those two weeks we were there, I know what it's like to be a celebrity. You know, celebrity, like literally people were camping outside of my hotel to wait till I come out. Yeah, it's about time. Okay, but when we flew, I flew with a team from America. Everybody had the blue passport except for one with the red passport. Okay, okay. And then on the way back, everyone said, hey, we were stopping, I think, in Amsterdam. Let's go to the city and just spend the night in the city and see everything. And everyone said, yes. And I said, yes. And we all stood at the immigration line there. I was the last in line. And everyone, you know, they would just show their passports to the officer. The officer wouldn't even even stamp anything. He just saw a big smile. Come on. Welcome. 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 And sometimes, you know, you forget And I just went up, and then I I held up, and I was about to go, and he said. (laughs) And the smile is gone, and he has this look on his face, and he said. And I said, out in Jesus' name, yourself. What's this? (laughs) And I I tried to explain. I'm with them, and whatever. No, no, Mm -hmm. you have to go. And and it was just a long process, back and forth. long, Long story short, I had to spend the night in the airport. Okay, everybody went in and had a good time to the city except for one. Because my passport, it puts some information that gives me access and gives me permission to do certain things and not to do certain things. So after, after some time, I thought about this, and I said, uh, you know, praise God. We thank God for Ethiopia, but if there's any way... To fix my status. And uh, because we had lived in America long enough, we got that precious, glorious, uh, dark blue passport with the bird on the front. Come on, somebody. Yes, we did. I'm not embarrassed. Paul did the same thing. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) Paul used his American citizenship (laughs) when they were about to beat him. He said, are you going to beat an American citizen? (gasps) uh, What did I say? Roman, Romans, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm just trying to make this thing relevant now. (laughs) And and that that passport, what I saw, his passport opened doors for him. I said, bless God, bring me that passport. This isn't about America. This is about the kingdom of God. Let's use whatever resource. If you can, use it for the glory of God. Preach the gospel. Go to Egypt. Come on, somebody. I promise you I go to Egypt on a red passport. Good luck with that. (laughs) I would still be in in the detention center to this day. All right. Uh, but but uh, my point being is that piece of information, it gets into, it's not just what you have, it's who you are. Uh, your gray hair is not just what you have, unless you do some medicine, come on somebody. Uh, that is, you are a gray-headed. Uh, your bank statement, it tells you not just what you have, it tells you who you are. Your passport doesn't tell you what you have, it tells you who you are. And who you are is the most important thing about you. When Jesus died and rose again. Hallelujah. Jesus, the first thing he told to the women when he came out of the grave. He told them, I am now going to your father and my father. And your, my God and your God. Meaning that the status now. It has changed Uh, here is your new status now I have risen from the dead see the, the law says that the wages of sin is death so anyone who sins which is every one of us we get a payment and that payment is death we deserve to die Jesus so either we have to die for our sins or someone has to die in our place. Because that's the wages. Jesus dies in our place so that the Bible says that he who, be, he who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So righteousness is who we are. Hallelujah. That means that there is a measure of authority. That means it tells me my boundaries. My righteousness tells me my boundaries. It tells me what's possible and impossible. What I can and cannot do. Hallelujah. So I don't talk. I talk to the Father. But not in matters pertaining to my responsibility and my authority. I thank the Father for this authority, but I speak directly to Lazarus. I thank the God, I thank God for what He has accomplished for me. All right, but I speak to dead things to come to life again. Are, are you following what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, so today, Hallelujah. Uh, we're going to we're going to speak to some things to come back to life again. We're going to speak to some depression to come back to life again. We're going to call you out of that challenge that you have been in. We're going to call you out of that, that, that bondage and that depression. That yoke that has not left your neck today is divine appointment for that neck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever we lift the cup and lift the bread, hallelujah, not much preaching is necessary actually because he He himself working through us is here to break the yoke and to remove the burden. There is a yoke that is strong, but there is a burden breaker that is stronger. There is a depression that is strong, but there is an empty tomb that gives us another story. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So today, whatever issue... You have been fighting with whatever your struggle has been. I have an announcement today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I told you to make haste because we're coming out of some things today. I didn't say it. It's the things that accompany the Lord's Supper. Make haste because we're coming out of some, some things today. Hallelujah. I said, we're coming out of some things today. Hallelujah. Some things is going to be... We're coming out of some things today. You're leaving some things behind today. Hallelujah. We're not going to talk to God about our Lazarus. We're going to thank God for the authority he has given us. And we're going to personally declare some things to our Lazarus. Hallelujah. 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 I can feel that enemy who has been messing with you getting nervous right about now. You feel him getting nervous? He knows his time is up. So I would like everybody to stand at this time. There is the world of the seen and then there is the world of the unseen. The world of the unseen is greater than the world of the seen because the seen world does not come from things that are seen. The things that are seen come from the things which are unseen. And what we're going to do is just turn the faucets on just like when you go in the shower and put the water on. the, the water from the other realm starts to pour. Hallelujah. And it floods your body that without that water would remain dry. Today we're going to turn on the waters of the fourth dimension. We're going to turn on the waters of the unseen realm. Of the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Something starts to flow in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that burden has to be removed. That burden has to be... Lazarus come forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going to talk to... God about Lazarus. We're going to thank God for the authority and speak to Lazarus. We're not members of the Christian society. We are the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands right now. Don't pray to God about your situation now. No. Don't, pre- don't talk to God about your situation. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank God just like Jesus. Thank God. I thank you that you always hear me. I know that you always hear me. I thank you that I am yours and you are mine. I thank you that I am a child of the Most High God. I thank you, Father God, for the price that has been paid for me to come into this atmosphere of father-son, father-daughter relation. I thank you, Father God, that I am yours and you are mine. Hallelujah hallelujah isn't it a blessing don't talk to god about lazarus thank god for the authority thank god for the righteousness thank god for your passport thank god for your sonship thank god for the the privilege of being called the child of god hallelujah now we're going to talk to our lazarus we're not even going to talk we're going to command I command every spirit that has been tormenting you. I command every lie that you have bought into. I command every stronghold that has been set up in your mind. I command every lie that is consumed and directed and conducted. Your I command every spirit, your time is up. Every sickness and disease. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your time is up. Your time is up.